welcome to another episode of Becoming the Product. My name is Naya and I'll be your host today. I hope your Mondays is going on fine. And today's episode is another one in the Learning the Basics series titled Prioritization Techniques. Now, as a product manager, one of your most critical responsibilities is to be able to make informed decisions about which features and which initiatives to prioritize. Now, when you have a lot of these ideas, requests, and opportunities, it is essential that you have a structured approach to how you are prioritizing work effectively. And this is where your prioritization frameworks come into play. Now, these frameworks help you provide a systematic way to evaluate and rank work items based on their importance, impact, and feasibility. They help you product managers make objective decisions, helps you align with stakeholders' expectations, and ultimately deliver products that resonate with your customers and help you drive the goals of your business. Now, today, I picked four major prioritization frameworks that I have been learning in my boot camps and all. <laughs> the first one is the Moscow. Second is rice. Third is value versus effort. And the last one is called heart. Now each framework offers a unique perspective on evaluating work items and helps you guide your prioritization decisions. The first one, Moscow. This is an acronym for must have, should have, could have, and won't have. It's a very simple but very effective framework that helps you categorize your work items based on their urgency and importance. Whether you're working on a project or developing a new product, this framework can help guide you towards success. Now, the first category, which is the must have, this includes what you call your most crucial and urgent work items that must be completed to meet the minimum requirements of your product. They are what you call non-negotiables. The second one should have. This consists of work items that are classified as important, but not very urgent. And they can also contribute to the overall success of your product. They are essential, but with a little bit more flexibility compared to the must-have category. Now, the third category, which is could-have, these are what you have call nice-to-have work items. They are not essential, but they could help elevate your project or product to the next level. And the last one is what you call the won't-have categories. Now, these include work items that are not currently planned for during your current iteration stage. Now, this clarity helps you stay focused on what is important now and avoid unnecessary distractions. The second framework is called the RICE framework. And no, it's not RICE that you eat. <laughs> RICE stands for the R is rich, the I impact, the C confidence, and the E for efforts. Now, it allows you to score each work item in these four areas. And it helps you determine priority based on the potential impact, the audience reach, confidence in achieving desired results, and the effort required to do all this. Now, when you talk of the reach, this tells you the numbers of users who will be impacted by your work item. 
the impact is the magnitude of the positive impact the work item will have on your users or your business. Confidence is the level of certainty in each estimated impact of the work item and effort is the amount of time and resources required to implement this work item. When you've calculated everything, the higher your rice score, the higher the priority of that work item. So that tells you what to focus on. The third prioritization framework is what you call value versus effort. Now this framework considers the potential value of a work item to the customer and the effort required to implement this. Now you plot, you create what you call a value versus effort matrix and you plot each work item on that matrix and you can easily determine their priority. Now the first category is what you call high value versus low effort. These are also called quick wins. They enable, you need to be able to prioritize those ones because they offer you significant value but with minimal effort. The second category is high value, high effort. They are called big bets. Now you need to carefully evaluate this as they have the potential for significant impact but also require substantial efforts. The third category, low value, low effort. Now this might be also called maybes. So you need to consider this if your time and resources allow for it, but do not prioritize them over more impactful items. And the last category, low value, high effort. These are what you call time sinks. You need to avoid this because they offer you little value and consume valuable resources. Now you need to, in order of importance, you need to prioritize quick wins, big bets, but you also need to be considerate, like you need to carefully consider all that. Then if you have enough time and resources, you can pursue your maybes, but you need to avoid time sinks. Now the last framework is what you call art. The heart is a user-centric framework because it helps you prioritize work items based on their potential to enhance user happiness, increase adoption, mitigate risk, and help align with project constraints. Now the H there stands for happiness. How much work will this work item improve your user satisfaction or delight? The second, the E stands for effort. How much time and resources will it take to complete this work item? The A stands for adoption. How many users are likely to adopt and use this work item? The R stands for risky. How risky is this work item to implement in terms of technical challenges or potential negative impacts? And the last one is time, T. How long will it take to deliver this work item to your users? Now, when you score your each work item in these areas, you calculate what you call a hard score. And this helps guide your prioritization process. The higher the score, the higher the priority. Now, it is important to note that each of these frameworks has its strengths and weaknesses. But what makes you or what helps you determine which is the most suitable approach depends on the context and the project goals of your projects. Now, in summary, the Moscow helps you prioritize with clarity. When you clearly outline between basics, between essential, 
important and desirable features, you can make focused decisions that align with your product goals and user needs. The rice quantifies the impact of each work item. This is a quantitative approach and it helps you objectively evaluate the potential impact of each feature. It helps you consider its reach, the magnitude of its impact, and the level of confidence in its success, and also the effort required to implement it. The value versus effort helps optimize your focus by identifying quick wins that offer you high value for low effort and carefully considering big bets that have high potential but significant effort. You can optimize your focus and achieve maximum impact with limited resources. And the last but not the least, heart. This helps you prioritize with user centricity. When you evaluate work items based on their potential to enhance user satisfaction, increase adoption, mitigate risk, and align with project constraints, we can ensure that your efforts are truly aligned with user needs and your business goals. Now that you know all these powerful <laughs> prioritization techniques, you need to be able to use them to assess the work items you currently have. Use one, of, one or more. You can actually combine any of these frameworks and start focusing on the ones that truly matter. When you're able to streamline your priorities, you are able to make well-informed decisions and achieve the results that you desire. You need to remember that effective prioritization is not just about choosing the right tax. It's about making decisions that align with your overall product visions and help drive business values. Now, when you've mastered these prioritization techniques, you can actually become a product leader who consistently delivers products that delight users and achieve remarkable results. And with that, we come to the end of this episode. I hope you've learned a thing or two. Um, I would really love to know what kind of frameworks you're using currently. You could actually send me a DM or send a comment. And thank you for listening. Your feedback means a lot to me. I really love hearing your own stories about your transitioning journey. And I really love to hear from you. Have a good week.